We do it all here at the Roach Clip Podcast, Holmes. Welcome <laughs> to another edition of the Roach Clip Podcast. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Saturday afternoon. You know how we do it. Wednesday's episode was a, a butt clincher, huh, Brody? Yeah. We left on the cliffhanger. Oh! Franco left us on the cliffhanger. We were, we were listening to it on the <laughs> way to the station, me and Brody. I am your host for the evening, Tolo, and I'm joined by Brody and Franco. You guys know us as the Roach Clip Podcast. Las Cucarachas. So what's up, Franco? So catch him up real quick, Brody. Catch up, Theo, Theo, real quick on the on the what happened on Wednesday, the cliffhanger that Franco left us in. Oh, the cliffhanger was um, he was telling us a whole story, you know, about some females and how they're Eskimos and Eskimo, <laughs> all that type of stuff, you know. So all right. Um, yeah, at the end of the night, he's I don't even know. I, I don't think I want to hook up with them or nothing, you know, because, you know, they're the homies, uh, girlfriends. or. But he was saying how they looks like they live that whole swinger lifestyle. So, they don't so really some Haina some her vato's up in, like, Nebraska, and she came down to Phoenix. Calabasas. She, Calab- Cal- yeah, she, he's from Calabasas. But the Haina left uh-huh. with, with the sister-in-law to Phoenix, and they hit up Franco. Like, hey, what are you doing Wednesday night? You want to, like, fucking go eat sushi or some shit? So that's like where we left off because uh, we did the episode on Wednesday. So right after the episode, Franco was supposed to go and Hang see if uh, he was going to become a new Inuit. <laughs> Get Inuit? Get Inuit. <laughs> All so, right. Franco, what happened? So I pull up. And it's in Chandler, and it's a good, it's a good drive. That's from, a good drive. Yeah, yeah that, you better get some cookie for that drive. <laughs> so I go there, like right the fuck away. Like, they're just, like, they're just drunk, like just drunk. And I was like, fuck. And I was gonna bounce because I just didn't want, I don't want to babysit. But I was like, but she saw me and she said, Frank. I was like, fuck. I was like, all right. So hey, what's you know? T- oh, and what was crazy? So she was outside talking to a couple dudes. This is the wife of of the homie, uh, Polo. Yeah, uh, Marco. 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 Okay. The guy who's out in uh, Calabasas. That's Polo. Uh, is it? Yeah, Marco and his wife were working. They're the, the humble ones. Oh, okay. She's the wholesome lady. Yeah, yeah so nah. Polo. Polo's over there. Uh, Polo's over there County. raising skonkas. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, so anyways, um, and the two guys that I talked to are like immediately just go inside. Like, because this is outside. And I was like, uh, they're trying to hook up with her. At I was a like, restaurant? I, I cock, uh, the monk. In Chandler, it's like a bar and whatever. That's a perfect name to get the monkey at the monk. <laughs> yeah, and it was a uh, monkwa. And it was um, <laughs> <laughs> the chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was closing, so we got out of here. We left late, like at eleven, right? Yeah, we it did. was pretty late. So I think it closed at twelve. So when, by the time I pull up, I was like, I just noticed. I was like, "Fuck!" The dudes like kind of went back inside. And she's all hugging up on me, and as we go inside, the the sister in law's in there, my homie's sister. And she like comes up, and she's just drunk because she did that like looks at you and just like looks at you in the face, and then you can see it processing like who you are. And then, ah, and then she did the same thing. So she's like hanging off me, like just like kept hugging me. Were her titties out or in? Uh, they were in. That uh, wasn't the one. Which one's the one that shows their titties? The other uh, one. It was not her? The, not the other one. The first one. Yeah. The first one. Oh, the first okay. one. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. Let's get so, your titties in order. Yeah, get your, get, your, get your titty facts right. No, so then there, and then I found out later the dude that she was with was is her boyfriend. So all the dudes, when I walked in, basically left. 
and they left me with these two drunk fucking like and i was like what the fuck oh they're out here gay friend got here no. let's go <laughs> well this is this was fucked up though is i was like this like this dude her boyfriend left them with some dude they don't even fucking know like because they got in the car and like left but they were like on the phone with her so I was like, I'm going to go drop you guys off because I'm not going to, you guys, like, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Long story short, she tries to, the sister is like, you're my brother's friend, right? Like, if I needed, if, if I, uh, would you like getting a fight for, she said something about getting a fight. I was like, bitch, you're fucking crazy. Don't be getting in a fight. Like, calm the fuck down. I'm not fighting anybody tonight. And uh, she's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. And it turns out she was like fucking three sheets to the wind, like. Later on, they found her like face face first, laid on the ground. Where at? At her pad? At the boyfriend's house. Plane. So, because what ended up happening was, I was like, "Well, where the fuck are you guys going?" I didn't know. What, I thought we were gonna go. I thought we were gonna go to a strip club. That's what they were talking about. Was going to the strip clubs. All right, cool. We'll go to a strip club. And they ended up going to like a pool bar or some bullshit. And like the, swimming the pool? sister, uh, billiards. Ah, boo. The sister jumped. The sister gets out. And I was like, oh, he's in there. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm going to go smoke. Like, here. <laughs> and and uh, so she gets off and goes, now, uh, the homie's wife's still in the car with me because she's like, I want to smoke. She doesn't smoke. Like, give her the thing. She doesn't smoke. And I was like, bitch, you're fucking drunk. Like, get the fuck. Like, and she kept talking about wa- having to go pee. And she didn't want to go inside. Oh, she wanted to pee in your mouth. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what yeah, it's all yeah. leading. All, like, road, like that, all like roads are leading to that. And I'm just like, um, yeah, and just fucking just. Not, she she was drunk, but she was coherent. You know what I mean? Where the sister was fucking like, get the fuck out of my car! Like you're here, like she was sloshed. I'm just I'm, I'm back with I brought you back to the people that brought you type of shit. And then, uh, so you were driving them around. Well, because I met up with them, and then we were going, to, yeah, and we were going, to, yeah, we were going to the next bar because that's where they, they, their dudes basically ditched them there, or her dude ditched them, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm not gonna leave my friend's sister and wife there. Like, all right, bye. Like, whatever. So, um, yeah, so I took we're and like I said, I thought we were going to a strip club, but we ended up going to a fucking pool hall, and I'm already like, upset. are you good? Are you good at pool? No. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I'll play it, but I'm not. Mateo is. He's good. Uh, but, um, yeah, and then she kept talking. And she was like, I was like, and I was done smoking. I was like, well, <laughs> are you staying or are you, are you going? Like, either way, I'm I'm leaving. And she kept, like, trying to stall. And the thing that was fucked up, though, is because they were so drunk. Originally, I was like, dude, let me just take you back to your hotel. Like, legitimately, not like, let's go back to your room. But I was like... Let me drop you off because you guys don't. You guys are pretty fucked up, and they still wanted a party. They're like, "No, this fucking red." And I was like, "Fucking dumbass white girls, man!" Like, they're like white girl wasted. So, anyways, she talked about going pee, and I said, "Look, I'll open my mouth if you shut the <laughs> fuck up." Here, I need to get some sleep. No, and that was basically <laughs> it. And then, and then she, because uh, she started talking about, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna leave," and she's like, "Well." Uh, the sister-in-law still in there. Like, you want to go make sure she's all right? Like, because I'm leaving. It's like, and then she didn't want to go. Then I said, well, why don't you go inside and pee and go make sure she's all right? So okay. I just left at that point. So no nookie for the fuck. No, a headache. I got a headache. That's what I got. And no regret. Uh, 
And uh, but the next away. day we went out, and oh, they so paid. It was they, a Thursday. They, See, paid, they paid. For that was gonna be my next question. <laughs> it was because <laughs> you, you kind of stopped on the. We we listened to the replay on the way here. Yeah. And you stopped at Thursday. Yeah, we're gonna hang out Wednesday and th- and then oh yeah, but yeah tonight. <laughs> Well, wow, uh, damn, that motherfucker almost said Thursday, right, yeah. brother? No, no, it was, and it was cool because this was, remember the other couple that I said that's kind of into the whole Inuit. shit? They're like, they're the one with the, swingers. Know, the Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Um, They met up too. So they show up and a couple other friends. And then uh, um, the other homie, like the other homie that's friends, like whatever, um, He's kind of dude. This is like freaky, dude. Like this is like, <laughs> like, fucking cork tongue type of shit. Like into okay, like goth shit. Yeah. And uh, cool lizard, dude, cool dude. He's man. a homie. He's a homie. Yeah, he's the homie. So, uh, um, what do you? They're they're buying they're buying my drinks the whole night. The tongue guy, the, both of them. And he like, was trying food, to tongue you, bro. Both of them. <laughs> I don't. Th- I get but your see, balls and your ass hey, at the same. He's, I don't time, think. Dude. I don't. I don't think he's into dudes. As far as I know, he's like into like. He's like into like porn stars and shit like that. He's. I'm not into dudes, but my tongue is. <laughs> All fucking split. He does the snake noise. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, I avoided everything because it was. It got a li- little too freaky. Like it just got too like too much shit was happening. It was the drunkness, so nothing happened. Nothing happened, but that was like the story that was behind it. And was it fun at least? Uh, it was a good. Yeah, I laughed the whole time. Like I was making fun of the girls, like about them fighting, like their bullshit relationships and stuff, and like, uh, <laughs> like you know, just do what I do. <laughs> no, but it was a uh, that was funny. And when I went out the the next night, we're just chilling. And, um, the next time we're just chilling and all that shit. But yeah. That's the update on that. Somebody opened the door and then closed it. No, that's dope. So you didn't get laid. Did not. So that's not dope. What's up, cousin? The needing way to get flour. Oh, my cousin from New Mexico came through. Man, well, what do you? You got any advice for your nephew over here, Theo? All I can say is next time invite your deal. <laughs> he'll make something happen. Like you say, hey, for sure. Yeah, he'll clo- <laughs> he'll close the deal, bro. The drunk girls. Let's go! I'm telling you. So we got a. Uh, he's your Theo, right? We got yeah, my Theo, my Theo boy. We got uh, Franco Theo. We got Franco Theo in here. Yeah. What's up, Theo Ramon? How you doing? I'm doing good. Just came over here to talk with my nephews, meet some interesting people. This is pretty good setup here. Oh, thank you. Are you just in Phoenix or all We're, through Arizona? All through Arizona. Oh, We're wow. worldwide. Just Google us, and you can listen to. We but we got about 250 episodes out right now. Oh, wow. That's good. And you can listen any time of the day, any flavor. You could go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just Google us, and you'll find any. You'll find a bunch of episodes to indulge in, listen to your nephew's crazy stories, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing. Like four months ago, his dick was burning, but you got to listen to that episode. Yeah, that's a crazy story. We, we don't bring up old shit. <laughs> <laughs> Too much habanero, huh? <laughs> uh, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> Habanero <laughs> pussy. Habanero <laughs> That hot one. That shit was hot. <laughs> hot and clammy. I had to throw he some milk on that. Oh, yeah. He didn't need no dry cleaners. <laughs> that shit was steaming everything. Yep. That meth mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that the, ni- the nice meth mouth. No, damn, dude. So cool. So you didn't make new Eskimo brothers on this trip? No, this no. This week? I didn't want to, dude. It was too risky. Too sloppy. Uh, too, too messy. I don't need more mess in my life. 
Nah. That was too messy. Split tongues. Like, that shit was in a... Was that shirt around back in the day, Theo? No, nah, the only the only tongue we found was the one in my mouth, and where it, wherever it landed, it landed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> How was it back then? Like, uh, you know, right now, the masturbation situation, we got internet, telephones. <laughs> you have everything nowadays. So it's like man. easy. How, how, oh, how, did, how did shit go down back then? Shit. Back then, you had to go through the brothers, the mothers, the fathers, you know, can we go out with you, this and that. And once you got them out there, well, you know. It was a process. <laughs> it was a whole process? Yeah, it was a process, man. But there was no knack-knack in between? Oh, of course there was. <laughs> oh, shit. Got the G.I. Joe Kung Fu Killer grip, baby. Uh, <laughs> How'd right. that go down, though, like imagination? Because right now, you, like I said, you could just grab your phone and... <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I look at that. It got me in trouble. It almost killed me. <laughs> while you're driving? No. Oh, I thought you were like, like <laughs> watching twerk videos while you're driving. <laughs> Holy shit, I was the going train. through scrolling and everything. And I'm like, oh, shit. Boy, I start killing that bad boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Viagra. <laughs> just get an iPhone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it called when you go on a... On a bender? Yeah, on a there binge. is not a, not a bend when you have them back to back and back. Like, yeah, bender, oh, binge, oh, binging, like a binge. <laughs> yeah. You're binge watching. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I've been through plenty of those. Fucking seven eight in one night. Stuff's going Blowing out dust bunnies. He said seven and eight <laughs> all day. Fucking south, <laughs> You ain't. <laughs> what happened on that last one? A flag came out that said "bang." <laughs> Nothing but air. How long? How long did your pito hurt for after that? No, I don't. Have, I don't think I've done it that much. All right, it's been maybe. They call it Captain Crunch out there. Five Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy back in the days, man. Uh, so was there magazines only, or what? Or what's that? Like magazines you look at, or what? When you were nah. like, stroking off, or just. What you call it? Uh, back in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you had that was Playboy, yeah. Playboy stuff like that. Was Playboy and bikini Playboy. magazines. Where you grow up here in Arizona? Yeah, here in Phoenix. Lifelong Phoenix, Phoenixero. Yeah. Yep, born here and raised here. On the south side or west side and south side. West side. Yeah, we lived on the west side for about like twelve years. Then we came over to the south side, and that's still there. Oh, Family nice. House, yeah, and um, that's about it. What's some cool memories? You got any cool memories from the? Yeah, I was up. looking at this area and stuff like this. You know, when I was young, we used to farm a lot of this area, especially like on the on the fr- on the frontage roads. Me and my dad we used to what you call it, plant tomatoes, squash. Back then, there wasn't that many houses. You know, there yeah, was just nothing land. but fields. Yeah, nothing but fields back then. That was like in the '60s, and which is a long time ago. You know, but yeah, all this was farmland, and, and that's all we did. You know, now everything's populating like crazy here oh in the, yeah in the whole maricopa county area everything's touching now you know Everything. all the all the cities i mean even toward tu- uh tucson damn near touching there, you know? yeah. it's gonna be like california you don't know where you're at yeah for sure just another but home depot pet smart yeah, all that looks the same panda express that stuff never changes hmm do they still have that bar Southern Lady over here? The which one? It was right there on 16th Street in Southern. Right over here, matter of fact. Uh, Called Southern Lady? Yeah, the Southern Lady. No. I'm not sure. I don't think so, yeah. Was that wow. the spot back in the day? Well, that's where your dad used to hang out and all your deals. Uh, oh. Yeah, all your deals right there. Yeah, because they lived across the street mm-hmm. right here. Right across the street. That makes sense. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know where that's at. They probably, yeah, probably built new houses inside yeah. there. Tore where'd, everything down. Where'd you go to school to? I went to 
I went to Carl Hayden. Oh, Carl Hayden? Yeah, and then I went to Phoenix Union like half day for the uh, vocational schools. And, what, what's uh, a vocational school? Well, they teach you where to, you know, um, if you want to do welding, carpentry. Oh, okay. And, um, like a skill. Yeah, skills. And a lot of schools from from in the valley, all around the valley back then, they bus, they bus you over there to the to Phoenix Union. And then you had people from all over the city, you know, going down there, picking up skills, upholstery. I was taking upholstery and um, welding at the time. But, yeah, that's, that's, when, that's when everything was pretty much simple back then, you know, compared to today. You know, today it's crazy. What, what's, the, what's the biggest difference, you think? What makes it crazy today from back then? Uh, the respect, you know. The respect for the parents, you know, especially the tios and the I mean, these kids nowadays, well, it matter, you know, they just want to give me, give me, you know what I mean? You're supposed to be like that, you know, you're supposed to treat you, you know, listen, listen to your parents, listen to your tios, especially the one that's the wild one of the family, the one your mom sends to, you know, you know, go talk to your tio. He's going to kick your ass first for messing up. And then he's going to straighten you out and tell you this is how you should have done it. You know, back then, back then, that's how it was done. Well, First the, you get your ass kicking, then you get your wisdom. Deals are, wisdom. So, deals are softer than pills now. Shit, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> For real. Yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things changed on the south side, you know, watching it. I mean, shit, I grew up here on the west side, too, right here on, at Homedale, 35th Avenue. Oh, Boston. shit, Homedale. Yeah, yeah, you know, from side there. I used to have a bus route there. I used to be a bus driver back in the day. Oh, yeah, Riverside? Riverside School District. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, they had, like, two, on, like, the kindergarten, they had, like, two different classes, one in the morning class, afternoon. And so I had afternoon um, class. Right there in right? Riverside? Yeah, Riverside. I went there to eight, to my eighth grade till I got kicked out of there fighting. You know. <laughs> throwing chingasos, <laughs> yeah, throwing chingasos. But anyway, when I was in the kindergarten, my tío, uh, my nino, he took me to school in the morning, and I said I don't go in the morning. I said I go in the afternoon. So he takes me off and drops me off. So I go to class, and they said, "Well, you can't be here." So being a kid, what five years old, I didn't know no difference. So I started walking home. I walked all the way from Fifty First Avenue down Buckeye, down past past the train. Was the train track already mm-hmm. there? Yeah, train tracks were already there. And uh, <laughs> like I said, five years old, I'm walking down Buckeye. And back then, that's, that was the main drive right there to go out of town. That was like Buckeye. the only street, right, yeah. for a minute? Yeah, because, that, you know, okay, nothing but diesels there going through there. Those my pops tells me. Like, once you hit, like, a certain <laughs> spot, Buckeye was the only motherfucker available. That's it. That's it. Puro pinche rancho. And then I, I walked all the way home, and I was, like, in the back in the backyard. We had a beat-down car like every Mexican back in those days. You know, that was the fort. And I'm in there crying, and my neighbor, she comes out, she's doing her laundry. Back then, you know, you had to hang up your clothes with, you know, hangers. Like La Bamba, dude, yeah, when yeah, fucking Richie dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then so she hears me crying. She goes, hey, aren't you supposed to be in school? I said, oh, no, I'm Nino Loy. He just, he took me over, and I just walked home. And she goes, what? You walked all the way? And I go, yeah. She goes, okay, wash your face, taking you back to school. So she jumped in the car. She took me back to school, and they were saying, well, where'd you go with this and that? And I said, I walked oh, home. You told me <laughs> not to be here. So I walked home, and they were like, I was kind of like the hero of the day that day, you know, tear stains down my face, Tomokosa, walking down Buckeye. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how you can remember these stories, right? And then the mm-hmm. time just, like, flies. Oh, yeah. It's I'm nuts. Six, I'm 68 right now. 
you know, six years old, so I've been here for a while, you know, so gracias a Dios, I'm still here to watch all my kids, Official. my grandkids, you know, grow up and make good your things horn, Your them. horny nephew. I don't see horn dog, didn't even want to share. You're horny and you're greedy. FaceTime works. <laughs> at least, huh? <laughs> we see some cleavage right there, at least. There you go. I'll go away. Well, now I know. Now I know. <laughs> How was Franco growing up? Do you remember, like, was I was it, was in here. I was in here for the most of this time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was camping. Yeah. Uh, camping, yeah. Camp no, I was, I was at college. <laughs> As we say, <laughs> I was at college. Yeah. What do you, what do you uh, think about Franco? What are your thoughts when you first see him? He, he has a loving heart, first of all. You know, he's free. He's free. He's free-minded, and he likes to help people. And you know he likes to get high and get drunk and chase <laughs> women. <laughs> Other than that, you know, he's, he's That's a very good attribute. man. Yeah, right. And he, he tries is. to help people and the community, especially with the community. Yeah. And um, I thank God that he's here and he's not all... Sprung out. Yeah. Just like everybody else. I mean, how many friends have how many friends have we lost on the way? I mean, you know. Yeah. Not, yeah. Me, I think I only have about like five friends left. And the rest are in the rest homes. No, just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't visit them. Can't visit them. Uh, COVID. <laughs> that's that's it. your excuse when they call you. Why aren't you visiting me? <laughs> COVID. That's Pinche it, loco. Right? Tengo COVID. <laughs> <laughs> How was the uh, the area back back then? Like Homedale? Was it all Chicanos and Mexicans? Or well, see, a lot of people don't know that uh, right there on Thirty Fifth Avenue on Van Buren, all all the way to. I don't know. It might be 43rd Avenue, yeah. All the way to Buckeye. All the way to Buckeye. Um, there used to be a, a Japanese concentration camp. The Reynolds, I don't know if you knew that. I never knew that. Yeah. And, That's wild, dude. Yeah. And Homedale was the base, the Army base that held uh, the Japanese prisoners, American Japanese prisoners. And they have another one on the Bro, other that's just mind blowing, dude. I never knew any of this. Yeah. And on the other side of South Mountain, they have another one. And they had the memorial there. But all of Reynolds, way back in the days, um, that's what they did. You know, they started melting, you know, Reynolds' popular um, company. But it was a concentration Reynolds, camp. Reynolds, the, the, the aluminum foil mm-hmm. people? The aluminum foil people, yeah. They ran the concentration camps? No, that's they took over afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they took over afterwards. But, no, it was the government that, you know, ran the camp. And they have a memorial on the other side of uh, South Mountain. I don't know exactly where it's at, but, you know, you can find out. And people so, want to pay their respects if they like to, you know, because... Did you grow up during the... I, no, I was in. I was born in 53, right after. Right after? Right when, did, after. when did that go down? Um, like the, the Japanese camps and stuff? Mm-hmm, so your parents lived through it? Oh, yeah, no. Well, yeah, my parents were here, you know. Were they, see, were, my father's Filipino. I know. Was he, like, picked on and shit? Even though I know he's oh, not Japanese. Oh, yeah, it was but racist. But you had no motherfuckers already. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, they were very racist back in the days. When we used to uh, go pick grapes, like in Delano, you know, you had your white people, then you had your, your Filipinos, your Asians. And they used to shoot up the camps back then, you know. And my father, we, one time I was, we were on, I was unloading the suitcases, and then I hear the cars coming. And so my dad grabs me and throws me through the uh, ground. And they start capping inside the camps, this and that, you know. So after they took off, the younger Filipinos, the ones that were about, like, 17, 18, you know, 
they start chasing them. And so I see my cousin. They're taking off. I'm about like nine years old, ten years old, something like that. I see him, and I said, wait. So I dive in yeah, through the so window. I throw a tissue. You know, back then, those days, <laughs> throw a tissue. I'm not going to lie. You know, so we go down there, and they're at the park. So they start, there's a big gang fight out there, right? I mean, the white guys and the Filipinos, they're throwing down. And so me, I see a bunch of rocks there, so I start stuffing my pockets with rocks, <laughs> man. And I'm running around dinging people like this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin's looking, get out of here. No, hell no, man. They're trying to hit you. So I just got my empty out of my pockets. I remember two of them was chasing me around, but they couldn't catch me. <laughs> and that was about it. <laughs> you know, but that happened all the time. There was always very racial back then. Very, very, very racial. Um, back then, uh, a person of color, which means if you ain't white, you can't marry a white person. You know, and they, they barely changed that law. Back in the 60s, I believe, is oh, when they wow. changed the law, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here, um, like during the, during the riots in the 70s, you know, I was going to Phoenix Union and um, to the vocational school. And even back then, that's when uh, Martin Luther King got murdered, assassinated. And, I mean, it just went off. The whole country went off, you know, and the blacks, they started beating up all the white people and stuff like that. And then when they started on the Mexicans, we fought back. We just say we fought back, you know. And it all started here in Phoenix. Before they had the, on the, what do you call it, the crosswalk that goes over 7th Street, the bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, they just had straight fence like that, up and down. And what started the, the riots in Phoenix was one of the homies from 35th. He was kind of slow. And um, they asked him for a quarter. He didn't have a quarter. So they bashed him in the head with the trash can, mm. split his head open, you know. And then he came to the to the bus stop because there was a certain place where you everybody picked up their bus and then they go to, back to their high schools. And then when that happened, you know, that shit went off. That's when it went off over there. I remember a friend of mine, his name was Baloo. Would you say that was his nickname? He picked up a black guy on 7th Street, threw him over the bridge. You know, oh, the guy survived, yeah. And he was all pissed off, cussing and everything. Oh, man, calmado, man, what's wrong? What's wrong? How come you're so mad? Well, I was trying to hit that car that went by. I said, damn, homie. <laughs> you know, but that's how it was back then. You know, we were just, it was heads up there most time until they break out with their cake cutters where they used to do their froze. And that's what they used as a weapon was their cake cutter for their hair. Blood and, and blood out. Yeah. <laughs> On a fight. Yeah. yeah. But it was, you know, it it was crazy back then, you know, during the riots in the 70s. But like I tell my younger nieces and my nephews, I said, I was able to see the first man on TV land on the moon, went through World War II and everything else, just watching and just absorbing everything, the history that's being made, not only, you know, up in space, but throughout everything, the medical field, uh, yeah. the research fields. Compared to today, I mean, seriously. Now you got fucking COVID. Yeah. Then we have COVID and iPhones that I can't work. It's COVID. (laughs) Did you live through the other pandemic? What was it? The flu? Spanish flu? When was the Spanish flu? Was that 1912? I don't fucking know. Oh, no, no, you're talking about that Spanish virus. That was before, right? So you're like, probably your parents? Your parents, maybe? 
Yeah. The, Your grandparents? Yeah. What's grandpa yeah. born? Oh, one or 1911? What's that? What year was he born? Ni- 1901 or 1911? Yeah. 1906. Oh, six. Yeah. Oh. And then he came to, uh, he came to uh, United, migrated to the Philippines, I mean, to the United States uh, when he was 16 years old in 1922 or something like that, mm-hmm. around that area. And he came from the from the Philippines. The Philippines. You ever been to the Philippines? No, we were supposed to go two years ago, but the COVID hit and it stopped but, uh, everything. Oh, I stopped everything. Yeah, no travel. Stopped everything. Yeah. No traveling. No nothing. Yeah. I think I think I believe that they're still under martial law over there. They were under martial law, where you can only come out one time. One family member comes out one time, and that's it. And I think it's still like that because my cousin. FaceTimed me and told me it was she's going crazy looking at the same crack in the wall and looking at her husband all for two years straight. <laughs> <laughs> two cracks in the wall. <laughs> yeah, two cracks in the wall. Man, that's wild, dude. Yeah. Well, it's also cool too is uh, um, my Theo's kind of being being part of history right now with a lot of the with like, the Road Clip podcast, yeah. of course. Dude. Of course. You're going to live in the interwebs for the rest of your life, Holmes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all those dick and fart jokes. They're going to get us for something. Man, if they ever make a, um, people get offended by farts, we're going to get canceled right away. Fuck. Or penises. Yeah, penises. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's got this opportunity that, that came up that's basically uh, with how uh, cannabis is recreational now in Arizona. Um, uh, do you want to talk about that? Like what's what's going on and what you're able to do? And yeah. sure. Well, what's going on nowadays? Um, I don't know if anybody out there heard, but they're trying to expunge all the records of felons so they can get a better job. And so, in doing so, they can get better jobs, provide for their families, and take care of themselves. Before, when you come out of prison. If a felon right away, especially nowadays, you know, they don't want you around unless you work at, you know, someplace, someplace else. I don't want to say like Home mm-hmm. Depot or something like that, you know, but, you know, it's, it's Not even very that. Home hard. De- Home yeah. Depot won't even hire you. Yeah, they have a lot of, you know, it's so strict nowadays. But, you know, with this new law expunging your, your felon record, you're allowed to get grants also and apply for any kind of government grant. And they're out there. All you have to do is just look for what you're after and study it. That's the thing that they they make it so difficult that people get pissed off and just ah oh, f this, you know, and take off. And that's and, for and that's for former felons. Mm-hmm. Former or yeah, former felons, but anybody can get it. Okay. The government has so many. Grants now you got out my there. attention. Yeah, government has so much grants. I mean, they're giving it to you, you know. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to start a business um, going to a grant from the government also and start my own my own grow and put out my own uh, dispensaries out there. That's my goal right now. Your own grow operation, mm-hmm. dispensaries. Mm-hmm. How, how's that? Uh, you already started the process to yes, do that? Yes, we already started. Well, the thing, you got to do so much paperwork because you have to tell your story how you got involved in, uh, like, me, I, went, I had done 12 years in prison, and this was back in the 80s. No, back in the 90s. I did all the 90s in prison. and um, 12 years, out, you said? 
12 years old. Damn. You don't even know who the Venga boys are. Yeah. And uh, Damn, you, did, you were in there while Bill Clinton was getting his dick sucked? I was in there during all that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. You missed out, dude, on blowjobs and O.J. Simpson getting chased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we saw that on TV. <laughs> on a 13-inch TV. <laughs> back then, it didn't have to be clear. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing was clear back no, then. Heck no, heck no. Were they going crazy in there or watching that chase? Well, there was a lot of happiness when they said not guilty from the black sides. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> they were celebrating. And the white guys, <laughs> fucking bitch, she deserved it. You know, Mexicans oh, like, me. we've been getting <laughs> fucked over forever. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> For sure. But at, anyway, I was I was doing a four-year sentence. I mean, four-year uh, life sentence. Four, four, four life sentences. No, four life sentences. Oh, four life sentences. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And when they put it, they came out, they did away with the parole board. And they came out what they call the clemency board. And that was like to drop your time, time down. Hey, shout out to Mac, a rapper. He had gone thirty some years. He just got out. They let him out on clemency in New yeah. Orleans. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple months ago he got out, but he's been fighting for that for shit for years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, with us, they had messed up because there was a hundred and fifty ex-convicts that got released because of five Simonton. He messed up on the clemency bill. He had 30 days to sign sign off yes or no. Who was this? Fife Symington. Who's that, the governor? Yeah, the governor. At the mm-hmm. time. And what had happened was he violated the, our due process of law because of him not signing it. He was supposed to sign it personally and put the state seal on there. Mm. Well, he didn't do it. His secretary did. And his secretary, you know, in doing that, you know, violated our, you know, violated our the, rights mm-hmm. due process of law and so the people who found this was the students at asu they're um a friend of mine a oh. black guy he was sending his case to the to the students and those guys are whizzes man and anyway they're the ones that found the mistake and so they got a hold of him and so it hit you know the airways within a month everybody knew and so that gave a lot of hope to everybody and see, like in my case, they really didn't want me to want to release me because of my time. But yeah, four four life sentences. Yeah, four life sentences plus <laughs> plus plus but plus bad behavior. <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> couldn't play well with the others. <laughs> but anyway, um, when I went before the board, I told my family, you know, bring in everybody in. Franco was there and um, at the clemency board. All my family was there. there was, we filled up half the building. What year was this? This was back in 95. I was in uh, Tucson, Rincon unit. You Franco, know, Franco, Franco was wearing dirty overalls. Huggies. Dirty huggies. <laughs> I was 10. Well, or like I said, dirty huggies. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was crazy about that, so... The, the family, and I didn't know this at the time, but the family, there was a meeting to talk about this at mm-hmm. Theodora's house. and My sister's house? Um, yeah. And uh, it was also my birthday. 
So I didn't know what was like the adult talk. But what was crazy is when I blew my candles out. Already chismoso, huh? Now check this out. When you I just bl- talked about chismosito, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. When I blew my, when I blew my candles out, yeah. I, had, <laughs> I had wished to see my tío boy. I was like, that's what I wish for. And lo and behold, that's what the fuck happened. I was like, what the hell? And that was like the most like, that was a, and then what I found out later, obviously, that's what we were meeting for. And then the yellow butterfly flew it just came and eyes. fluttered. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, but so the clemency board and. Well, they had this one woman on there. They, they used to call her the Black Widow because she denied everybody, you uh, know. The, that's the judge? Uh, no, she was the, one of the board. That you had, I think, oh, I like, believe it was six, oh, yeah, you six get, people yeah. Yeah, on the board. Mm-hmm. And um, if one of them denies you. They all got to say yay. Yeah. Well, no. If just one no, and that said it kills the deal. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what you call it? Um, like when I was walking in, I was telling, I was giving a hug to all my nephews, and I was over here, cry louder, cry louder. You know, I need all the sympathy I can Kick get. Kick him in the nuts. Kick him in the nuts. Yeah. yeah. Hey, why cry, motherfucker. Why's your 10 year old nephew crying on the ground after he hugged you? Because <laughs> he misses me that much. His nuts hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, when I got there and they scolded me, and you know, I told them, yeah, I made a mistake. You know, yeah, no, you made a big, super big mistake. They told me, but they see my record. I was clean, still being stayed out of trouble, whatever. And um, you know, they they said yes, and I looked like, and I said, what? They, they granted you clemency. Yeah. yeah, well, they said yes. Now they had a. Uh, the, put governor, it before the, the, yeah, governor, the governor, right? Got to sign in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, either say yay or nay. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's no, basically what but it that's was. him though. I yeah. need that nigga's signature. Mm-hmm. And see, he, the governor. With me, they didn't want me out because see, they had thirty days, right? They didn't get to. I didn't get my papers till about sixty days later. Sixty, about two, three months later. And see, that violated my rights. So I went in on a rule thirty-two, and then I went. On an appeal to overthrow that. I said, hey, man, he messed up. You know, I'm barely getting this, this, and that. And they said, no, for some reason, like I said, they didn't want me out of prison back then. <clears throat> and I did, I had to do it, let me see, seven more years before all this came came through. After, was, after the yays? Yeah, after the yay. I was supposed to have been released in 95, like everybody else. And seeing in your clemency, you write down how much time you want to be released. And this is when I was in the wall. Uh, two days. <laughs> yeah, two days. 48 hours. <laughs> you got 48 hours to Just another go get some real coochie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you got 48 hours like Nick Nolte. <laughs> That's it. I'd be doing that too, boy, I'm telling you. But um, where was I at? Lost my train of thought on that so one. So you in the walls? Oh, yeah. When I was in the walls... That's when I put into it, and I was telling everybody. Was the walls like so solitary? Well, it's a thirty-foot walls with guards walking all the way around. The highest security. Oh, okay. And in that time, back then, and um, you know, I was telling because I was up there with the high levels. I was with all the heads and all the heads. They put me in, in the building which they had for special people, as they put it. And um, I was telling them. I, Right down, put in for it. This, oh, well, I got this and that. Put in for it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know. At and the end so, of the day, 
You're already there, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got nothing still. to lose. <laughs> exactly. They're not going to add yours for that paperwork, homie. They might have, what, they had a fifth life sentence? That's like Frankel's kids' kids. They're going to kill like a third of your family. What the fuck? I'm telling you. And then they would call it, the only ones that paid attention to me was Gilbert from Tucson, Gibby. And so, shout out Gibby. Yeah, I, I know he's happy. Um, you know, he went down for uh, a murder that he didn't do. He didn't commit. You know, his cousin did, and they pointed him out. Mm-hmm. And he was in there for a more thing. And um, anyway, I was outside. I was eating special diet. Special diets they eat first, and then they let the rest of the yard out. And so when I was coming back for special diets, my friend he was smoking a cigarette. Had about two, three puffs. You know, to go. And so they had some rookie cop that came in, and he started, like, trying to boss me. Well, he did. He was telling me, oh, you can't be here, this and that. And I said, I'm just waiting for him you know, finish. And I'll be going in in a minute. And he goes, no, you got to go in now. And at this time, right, they won't let nobody out the buildings until everybody's you know, special diets are locked down. And so <clears throat> I'm arguing with him, this and that, and make long story short, the guard tower told me, "Can I get inside the uh, inside the uh, building?" So I walk in, and then the guard tells me, "Roll up." I said, "What do you mean, roll up?" They denied my move. He goes, "No, roll up. You're going home." And I looked at, and I just looked at him, and I said, "You know, officer. I said we've always given you all respect because you've treated us with respect." I said, "But if you're messing with my emotions." telling me things like this i said it's gonna get crazy <laughs> it's gonna get real crazy and he goes no ramon i mean he goes no ramon you're what you call it your clemency came through and i looked and i just threw my arms up you know and there's five runs like this five you know there's 22 people in each run and so they're what's up what's up you know and i said i'm going home man what yeah i'm going home and i my friend gibby we had just so happened to be on the next run and I haven't seen Gibby in about, like, 11 years. And I told my partner, I said, hey, David. I said, I've let Gilbert. And he goes, hey, Gibby, the outline. And so he came down the front. And he goes, keep on. What's up? And I said, hey, we're going home. And he goes, what do you mean we're going home? I said, our clemencies came through. He goes, they're going to call you right now. I said, that's what I'm doing right now. And he goes, no, nah, for real. They say, you're fucking with my emotions. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You're all like, fuck you. I'm going to be outside, motherfucker. I know, I know we're cool homies and all, but motherfucker don't fuck with my emotions. That's it. I'm going to go get a whole pack of cigarettes, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck three puffs. Yeah, that was crazy. And then I, I told him, I said, we're going home. And he looked at me and he like, his color left his face and tears just come coming down. And he told me, he goes, really? We're going home? I said, yeah. And then they called him. And he started, he didn't know what to do. He went into shock. He went literally went into shock. He didn't know he was how like to this. react. Yeah, he didn't know how to react. I mean, that's a. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's like, because uh, it came unexpected, too, uh, not knowing. Yeah, 12 years later. <laughs> but <laughs> better late than never. Oh, so, yeah. so how was uh, life after that, though? Like, get, getting back uh, to adjust. acclimated yeah. to this bullshit out here. It took me about a year and a half to be around people, to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, I couldn't go into, like, crowded places because I just, you know, you're, you're not used to it. You're not. Certain smells trigger it off. Um, pine saw <laughs> triggers it off. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty bad. Pine saw, really? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> pine saw? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. To this day still? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And sporks, I don't eat plastic uh, utensils. I eat with steel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, just trying to find a job. Like I said, it was hard. Very hard to try to find a job. The only, only thing I could do was, like, handyman service. I mean, I had yeah. skills for that, you know, so I knew how to paint, electrical, plumbing, um, sheetrock, um, texture, everything. I, so I started my own service, and I started doing that until Smart. I retired. You know, I mean, it's a, it's it was a good job, but you know, it's it, it's just dealing with the people, a lot of people, and you would think that, like Scottsdale, they say a lot of people in Scottsdale are snotty. This, not true. They were very, very. Every place I went to, they were very courteous to me. You know, buy me lunch, buy me, you know this and that, and that baby, and then whatever you know. But they're very nice. You know, take a break. Oh no, I'm good. You know, I keep going, working. And let me see. I retired, I think, about two years ago. I've been retired for two years now. Thank God I got to make it. And break, birthdays, oh, I love to celebrate my birthdays now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made another year, which is coming up, matter of fact. You know, nice. A couple of weeks. I'll be 68 a couple of weeks. Officially. And, yeah, officially. Official. Yeah. And Congratulations, the, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. You. I'm starting a new business already. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you start like uh, the the process to you got to get the grant first you got to look into the, the government grant and then what you do you write well with me I'm gonna tell them about my life story not everything of course but how I got started <laughs> <All> the, <laughs> none of the in between stuff all the allegations you know what I'm saying yeah. and allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Everything in between the lines. Yeah. That's my story. That's my story. The, the first shen- two life sentences. <laughs> the shenanigans. <laughs> the first two. Yeah. And that's what you're uh, – so you you got to get that down first, and that's how you're able to see what mm-hmm. what grants fit your – Oh, no. They, they got the grants for it. See, um, I'm trying for a, a million, $1 million point two. So you can get those grants. The money's out there, people. You just got to find it. Look. Look for it. Any kind of money, they're giving it away. Seriously. If you have a good cause, they'll give it away. And just like with me, it's I could either be a feather in a cap or piss them off. You understand? They're going to say, wow, shit, look at him. You know, uh, four-time lifer, whatever. I like the and way then we're putting more money, you know. And it's true. Or they're going to say, look what we did. We turned him around. And it's a win-win. Uh, yeah, successful, you know. And con el favor de Dios, you know, this way I can leave. My main thing is education for my nephews, my grandkids, and help my daughters and stuff, whatever, you know. But a lot of it is going to go to education, and a lot of it, I say a lot of it's going to go to, like, um, crippled warriors. The foundation, the Cripple Warriors Foundation, the ones that are crippled, the soldiers who comes back, the vets, and for the children, that's what I want to do. Like um, at the kids, at the kids' hospital on Thomas. What's the name of that? Oh, the uh, Phoenix Children's. Yeah, Phoenix Children um, Hospital, and um, those are the heroes. Those are our heroes, not these guys that's going around thinking all this and that. You know, that's not it. The heroes are the ones that pull up their pants every morning. 
and out that damn door and going to work to provide for their family. Or not even if you don't have a family, for yourself. You know, because all this laying around bullshit is bullshit. You know what I mean? There, you, there's money to be made out there. All you have to do is just get your hustle on. You know, that's it. Weren't you going to start a program here, Franco, about showing people how to do, like, porno. utilities? Yeah, other than porno. <laughs> the the porno studio, that, that's in the other room. That's in the making uh, yeah. already. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we need some actors. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I told Franco, I said, I'd be more than willing to come over and show you how to put a sink together, assemble one together. We'll call them uh, over the Alaskan bush. Or for the Eskimos. <laughs> <laughs> the Alaskan, Alaskan bush. bush. Oh, that place shit. is still open. It's still <laughs> open. Yeah. It's still going. We used to have our studio back, back then uh, a few years ago. Our studio was right by the Alaskan bush. Yeah. So sometimes we'd go in there and just grab a couple of two-for-ones mm-hmm. yeah. and leave home with herpes. Mm. But, you know, there's hope. You know, like I said, for hope for the felons, the ex-felons, or anybody could do it. All they have to do is investigate, look into it. Matter of fact, I got a cousin in California who put a grant in for $240,000 just so she can live at her lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But senior citizen, you know what I mean? Senior citizen, I mean... Nowadays, they try to help us out as much as they can. I'm going to hook my dad up with some grants. Yeah. So, hey, bro, I can't be bus driving these fucking COVID-filled kids. <laughs> I'm an old man. What the fuck you got me doing? <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> my your pops. Oh, your boss? Yeah, my pops, my dad. Okay. Wow. Was I'm he at, born here? No, but he's a, he is a U.S. citizen. I don't oh, know okay. if that makes a difference. Oh, what part of Mexico he comes Chihuahua, from? Juarez. Oh. He was born in Juarez, raised yeah, in Chihuahua. Yeah. yeah, we were born in Chihuahua. My grand, my mother, our family comes from Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Matter of fact, the largest um, tequila factory uh, manufactured down there in Chihuahua, Chihuahua, is our relation, the Gonzalez side. That's what was my mother's last name okay. was a Gonzalez's. Yeah, and um, sweet that. And then when the war. You know, the Revolutionary War came. Everybody was fleeing, coming, trying to get, you know, cross the border to the United States. And back then, you know, if you were crossing the border, they'd kill you. You know, the Americans would kill you. They didn't want you coming over here. They still don't. No, still don't. And the thing is, is that they were providing, like, the French and the Mexican government back then, um, like, revolutionary weapons, like the Gatling gun, shit like that, you know. And they would just pick you off, shoot you like nothing. <laughs> like today. Wow. Hasn't changed, yeah. Dang, like shooting Havelina. Like yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That is wild. Have you seen that? The what? Well, they shoot Havelina, I think, like in Texas. I haven't seen oh, that. Oh, those feral hogs? Yeah, you get on a helicopter. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. I've seen Ted Nugent it's do like, that. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. And thank you for sharing that, man. Part of your... Part of your story, part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's incredible that you came out of that. And look at you now. You're here with the Roach Clip Podcast. Your nephew, and Frank, I, over here. Beautiful thank mustache. Thank you for this invite. No, th- hey, thank you for coming, man. It's a beautiful, like I always say, man. Every time you wake, every day you wake up, every day you, you're breathing, it's a beautiful day to be alive. Oh, yeah. Every day, you know, you when you wake up, like me, this is the prayer I say every day when I wake up. You know, gracias a Dios. Thank you for another day of love. And see the blessings. Open my eyes and see the blessings around me instead of the world, you know. And there's blessings around you all the time, man. Just to get up, 
what, what advice, dude, coming coming from, from like you said, times have changed, like hardcore. What advice do you have for, for younger younger, human beings, coming up today? You know what I'm saying? A 20 year old, 25 year old, you know, still don't know what's up. You know, like any any advice for these people? Love yourself. Always love yourself. Forgive yourself when you mess up. Listen to your older your your tios. If you don't want to listen to your mom and dad, listen to your tios. Because they just tell you things because we've been down there and shit. They don't want, I mean, yeah, if you want to go down there, go ahead. There's a lot of speed bumps down that way, you know, and you might not make it back. So always listen to them because they know what they're talking about. And res- like I said, respect your mom, your dad, your abuelitas. Give them a hug. Kiss them. You know, me and our family, us men, we give each other hugs. We kiss each other on the cheek. We tell each other we love you. That's a man. He ain't scared to, oh, no, I guess so macho or this and that. No, no, no. And show, show respect to all women. You know, don't be disrespecting women out in the streets and stuff like that because that could be your sister. That could be your mom. You know, this and that. And disrespect them. Respect your elders and take care of yourself. Listen to your heart. Your heart will tell you what's yes or no. It's up to you to make that choice, you know, because you know in your heart. That's where you're, the right choice is at. Don't go that way. Well, anyway. But, like I said, that, that's about it. And just, if there's any... Try to stop all the hate that's out there. Talking shit, you know, and stuff like that. Even though some people, like me, I don't even like myself sometimes. You know what I mean? But you, you got a lot of ignorant people out there. And a lot of this hate has to stop. Really, 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 especially nowadays. I mean, it's chaos, you know. This is the devil's world right now. It belongs to him. And yeah, just, that's what just, it's looking like, for yeah. real. That's a and always put your trust in Diosito. I can tell you, I can tell you what changed my life, if you want to hear that. Yeah. I mean, it's, <clears throat> I might get a little emotional here, but when I got arrested back in 89, and I was locked up, you know, uh, county jail. And I was worried. My wife, she was, what, seven, eight months pregnant when I, you know, when I got arrested. And um, I was more worried about her and the family and other things. And so I, I went into, I started praying. I started praying. I, and I was just saying, Father, you know, if anything, I said, I know I'm gone. I said, I know I'm gone. I said, watch over my family, my mom, my brothers, the whole family, my wife, my unborn daughter. And so I, when I was praying, it said that I told, uh, I, you know, I, just, I was speaking out loud to myself. I was saying, Lord, you said that if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, all your sins will be forgiven. And so I started praying. You know, and I was telling everything, all the things I've done, things I was ashamed of, things that nobody knew but myself, you know. And when all this stuff was coming out of me, all this poison, I started feeling clean, lighter. I felt light. And then my, my Diosito, I told my, uh, I told Diosito, I said, look, Lord, I've always given you 98 Ninety-nine percent of 
you know, I'll serve you this and that. But I never went 100%. I said, I know I'm going to prison. But if, you know, any way, you know, just look after my, my kids, this and that. And I said, I'll give, I give myself to you, whatever, to do whatever. And so when I said that, my spirit was lifted up and my body was there because I'm praying and still crying. But my spirit, my soul went up. It was in the clouds, like dark thunder clouds. But I felt someone right next to me. I didn't look, but it felt like love that covered me. And all these lightning and wind was hitting me, you know, but it didn't hit me. It stopped like at the T-shirt. It didn't penetrate nothing. And I'm, I'm like this, and I'm, I'm in awe. I'm scared. You know, I'm looking. And I'm like, wow. And then the winds is howling and everything else. And then my Lord Diosito told me, he goes, mijo, you never gave yourself to me. Today you did. And he goes, you belong to me now. And when he told me, you belong to me now, I said, he told me, as long as you put your love, your trust, and your faith in me, no harm will ever come to you. And I oh, thank you, Lord, this and that. And we're, I'm praying, crying to him. And he told me that three times. The third time, he told me like this. He said, look, mijo, you're mine now. And no harm. As long as you put your love, your trust, and your faith in me, no harm will ever come to you. And when he told me the third time, the clouds opened up. And if it was, like if I was on South Mountain, looking toward North Mountain, there is a big golden cross from the sky to the earth and with beams of glory shooting out. And he told me just like this, it was a beautiful valley and a river going through it. He told me, Mijo, when you get to that cross, I'll be there waiting for you. Put your love, your trust, and your faith in me. No harm will ever come to you. Whoa, that changed my whole life. When I come down for breakfast, everybody was looking at me. And he said, you're glowing. You know, just like Moses and Moses in the presence of the Lord, they glow. He said, I was shining. I said, I, I just got through talking with Jesus. Huh? I said, my life's changed. And they were like tripping out on me. And I was like still in shock that my Diosito loves me that much. And I tell you what, those four life sentences, I deserve them. I do. That plus. But he took all that from me. And when I hit the walls, you know, I'm in there with all the heads of the, of the rasa. You know what I mean. And so they're looking at me says, what's wrong, man? He goes, out there you were, you know, bad you were raising chaos out there. And here you're all, I go, you scared? I go, scared? Scared of what? I said, I've been through damn near everything in my life. You know, and they go, well, how can you do this and that? I said, my life's changed, man. And so I explained my, my situation to them, and they were skeptical of me. The other races were skeptical. Well, you know, he's going to, something's going to go down, and he might, just to get out of it, you know, get out of here, he's going to rat or whatever. I never read it, you know. I had an opportunity to do a year if I told this and that, be a, uh, confidential. Fuck that. I knew, 
I knew what I was doing. I said, nah, I've never ratted nobody in my life. And so uh, when I got there, yeah, there was confrontations, this and that. And I had to throw down, you know, with a person. Thought I was some weak, this and that. But anyway, uh, we got into it. He looked like a cartoon when I was down when I was done with him and stuff. Then the main guy walks by and he goes, "That's the one I know. That's the one I know. Not them. That's the one I know." And then I told the uh, partners came up to me and I was, "Go, what's wrong?" I said, "Man, I just hurt one of God's creations too. He doesn't know what I know. He hasn't felt what I felt." I was forgiven. He's still in this world. And I kid you not, through my walk with Yosito inside, and my mom told me, you need to talk to somebody in there, mijo. Don't worry. You're going to be okay. And so after a while, they respected me because they tried to run me off, whatever, you know, scare me off. I'm not running. I'm not no child molester. I ain't no fucking chomo. I ain't a piece of shit. You know, I may be a Christian, but I'm down for mine. Simple as that. And like I told him, I go, look, if you guys get into it, whatever, we have a race war, because it go off in any minute. You know, you don't know. It goes off like that. And I said, I'm down with you guys. I'm not going to run away with you. I'm not going to let nobody hurt you guys. You know, if I'm there and I'm with these guys, this and that, whatever, I'm not, you know, I'm going to jump in. If there's people drawn, I'm not going to let them stab you guys, you know. If I'm there, I'm going to hold his arm or break it, either or, where before I would have took that pico and done him in like that. You know, it's eye for, eye for an eye. But everything, I show so much love to these guys because everybody inside there, I don't care who you are, somebody, can you pray for my sister? Can you pray for my mom? She's dying for cancer. Can you pray for my wife, my children, this and that? And I tell them just like this, look, sure, I can pray. And thank you. You're blessing me by asking me to pray for you, for your family member. But it's better that you pray for them. And they said, no, I can't, man. They'll kill me. And I said, look, besides, he goes, besides, I don't know how to pray. I said, you know how we're talking right now? So that's how you talk to your dad. Talk from your heart. That's what he wants to hear. You don't want to hear bullshit. He knows what you're going to say already, you know. And so at one time, I didn't do it. The Holy Spirit did. But it had two tiers of rasa praying at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock is when you turn off the lights and it goes no noise. And what you call it, two tiers of rasa praying, uh, praying, thanking God for this or that. And I had, I had, I had a very rough reputation but I got more respect showing love to the guy, <clears throat> to the other people inside there. Like I tell the youngsters, I can't hold my son, but I can hold you. You guys are my sons in here. I'm going to give you all the love you can. You know, I can. But if you mess up, I'm going to sit your ass down and tell you, calmate, simple as that. We don't need you in the hole. What if shit jumps off and you're in the hole? You know, and I said, besides, don't give them ammunition. They're trained to piss you off, and you're falling into the trap. Reverse it on them. You know, 
said, don't fall for their trap. Then they'll stop messing with you. <clears throat> and so, anyway, like I said, throughout the system, regardless of what, for 12 years, I was known for being a Christian. Took care of business. I mean, that's a whole different lifestyle inside there. Whole different world. And um, But like I said, everything, all the respect, a lot of respect that I got is because of the love, the cariño I showed the guys that was inside there and try to straighten them out. And now a lot of them out here are out here doing really good. I see them in church. You know, they look at me. I won't say my present name. I'll just glance on one. <clears throat> but a lot of them, like I said, I, I, I know a lot, of, a lot of them inside there still. And a lot of them are out here that can have the opportunity to do what I'm doing. You know, don't go by the system. It's no fun in prison. It's no fun. And there sure in the hell ain't no pussy inside there. Unless you get the <laughs> ugliest guard. But anyway. But yeah, it's a whole different it's a whole different lifestyle inside there and you know, I thank God I came out alive. And um it was a miracle I did get out. Like I said, he changed my life inside there. I've done ministry out here, I've been nationwide on a telecast out there in Payson and um just giving my testimony. But like I said, you know, out here it's different, and you got to protect yourself regardless of what. You know, you might think a certain way, that person don't think the same way. Like, you know, this one guy told me, he goes, your God is not my God, Ramon. And I said, you're right. And I respected that, and I had to think like that, because I would defend my religion if the he would say it. Not defend it, but, you know, argue my point. And like I said, you know, it was a lot of... A lot of respect there, and I made sure, like, all the youngsters got what they needed. La Raza, that was the thing about the, the administration didn't like La Raza. We were too organized. We kept discipline. We kept the things in order. Not like the other guys, you know, they were the other races. Well, even you got um, recognition from the other races, just how, mm-hmm. I don't want to say militant, Mm-hmm. The the um the the Mexicans were, but it was they did like a like a pride in themselves, mm-hmm. like they prided themselves in the culture. See the raza inside there. I mean, you came out, you were creased, everything creased. Mm-hmm. Your shoes shined, whatever. Your boots are shined, but you come out creased. You represent. Your cell is kept spotless. There was an incident where the guy didn't want to pay attention. They threw gas on him and set him on fire. Oh, shit. Wow. They don't play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they get gasoline from? <laughs> That's my question. That's pretty yard, raw. Yard crew? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know. And... um the last day, well, the last day when I was released the next morning, which was messed up because I had gotten all the Rasa's boots and I tied them, all the light, their laces together, thinking I was going to be gone before they woke up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They woke up in my boots and they were right in the middle. And a friend of mine, he passed away. Rest in peace, Ray Ray. Um, it was... Ramon, he did it. Well, they all pissed on me. They went and tied up, you know, laced up their tennies. But, yeah, they weren't too happy. 
It was it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on me. <laughs> but anyway, when I was released, it was crazy because when everybody came back to the building, you had to lock down. And everybody was coming. There's a separate room. They call the day room where they do personal things where, you know, um, it's like a, where you talk. And so all of nobody would lock down in the building. Nobody wanted. They were in. Hey, giving me. They're all inside the day room with me. Hey, you know, you're going home. You know, I don't believe it. Good for you. If anybody, you know, you. I'm happy that you're going. And so they wouldn't lock down. And so they they uh, if they wouldn't lock down, they wouldn't release other buildings. And so the captain came over to our building and told it started yelling. Everybody, lock down. This and that. So. They, everybody went inside there, locked down, and then after about like two minutes, he told the. Uh, and I've never seen this in twelve years. I've never seen or heard of this. He unlocked all, all the runs. Whoever wants to give Ramon hugs and kisses or a calientada before he goes home. No, that's automatic. Yeah. You, know, you go home, they just Your little mm. backhand. <laughs> <laughs> And so anyway that, I mean, he released all the runs, and like you've never Caliente. done that, you know, because that can create like a riot situation. And so I'm right here, and black guys, white guys give me hugs, this and that. Hey, I'm glad you're going home, man, you know, this and that. And I'm just like, wow. You know, I'm giving everything away, which is normal. Everybody gives their, sh- their shit away, you know, TVs, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, it's and, cheaper out there. Yep. You ain't got to give no chonchon in the real world. <laughs> oh, man, the first time. Pobrecita, man. I think her mollera, man. I ate that pussy so hard that what her mollera came down. Oh, shit. Who yeah. sucked her? <laughs> <laughs> Who sucked her <laughs> mollera? Oh, shit. Who <laughs> <laughs> sucked the mollera out of her? Oh, shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get out of it. <laughs> man, after 12 years of Kung Fu Killer Grip, boy. Yeah, yeah hit the mollera. Yeah, no mollera. <laughs> Had to go there, take her to the curandera's house, man. <laughs> to my tia's house, man. She's uh, hitting the bottom of her feet and shit, blowing smoke on her. <laughs> and shit. I bet she ain't never felt nothing like that before. <laughs> no, she did. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> How was that? What's that? The first piece of puss oh, after man, after walking so out. At, let me see. Just crawled in and slept. Oh. <laughs> How long did it take after you got out to get it? Shit, the next day, the next what? night. Yeah, for that fucking clandestine activity yeah, going down. You. Yeah, yeah, the next day, man. Shit, wow, clam chowder. I just, I, I, <laughs> no, what, I, I just remember just, just touching it. I said, oh, fuck. Was on. that better than losing your virginity? Huh? It was, was it better than losing your virginity? It's like the first time after twelve years. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Was it twelve years? I had, a, I had a little female guard in there. Did you sniff? Oh, right yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. What, a little guard? What? He's a key man on our Yeah, boy, I'm telling you, man. Had her eyes going like that, thumb in. Like cartoon. Like cartoon. <laughs> How'd you get a guard? Huh? How'd you get a guard? Allegedly. These are allegations. I just came in from <laughs> I just came in from the walls. And back then, you can wear your your clothes just as long as it's the same color, like a blue. Le- blue. We were wearing blue then. But... So I had like a blue I, shirt and blue jeans or some shit. Yeah, Levi's. I didn't wear the government shit. Nah, fuck bar, them. I had dickies, the, fuck dickies. Nobody wears yeah, dickies. We homes. wore the back then. It was just Levi's. Levi's. And then I had my cowboy boots. I walked. I walked in with cowboy boots. My what you call it? 
my belt buckle. Oh, yeah, that yeah. big old fucking pitudo. Mm -hmm. What do you call it? Yeah, tombstone for dead dicks. Cinto pito. Cinto <laughs> <laughs> pitudo. Little flying spurs and shit That's on the boots. But anyway, she came in. I mean, I walked into the lunchroom, and she so looked at me. this right. Filipino young fella over here? Wearing cowboy boots, you know, so she's looking at me up and down, you know, and oh. she goes, oh, Did I your fierro get nice she, and hard? Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> just by looking at her, just by smelling her, yeah, you got all was, fucking. She was nice. I got, she was oh, very yeah. good looking. Very and good it love. happened during her, her work shift or how yeah, they work? work shift. Yeah, they just keep you on the outcome. Hey, we that, need you again, Bato Loco, <laughs> Ramon, Vente. Yeah, that's Ramon, that, I that need help crazy. on aisle three. And then she goes, you know, that's she why, oh, he wasn't at Home Depot, he was in jail. It's <laughs> 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 D-Run. I was on D-Run. Yeah. <laughs> Dog Run. Yeah, but. Do you remember her name? Have you ever, like, looked her up or some shit? Like, on Facebook? Well, I know who she is. I mean, yeah. Oh, you still know her to this day? No, I don't know her to this day. I remember her and stuff like that. Did you ever hit it after? Pinta? No, because no. she, she I got into it with the guard. They almost they, they almost moved moved me off the yard because of that. Incident. So you fucked one and you fought one. No, uh, <laughs> that, that, that bad boy was way too big. Yeah, I no, no, I was, <laughs> no, but he was you know he was her boyfriend, and then I guess she found out hmm. that I was doing her, and what? he wasn't too happy. She probably liked that prison rough sex. Well. I was about to say he was a white guy. Hey, how so. fast do you come the first time? <laughs> Otra vez. Was it pretty fast, though? Like, once well, you stick it let in? Let me see. Like, how many minutes? Maybe four or about, five solid minutes. Shit, about, like, four or five strokes, boy. Yeah. That, yeah, about yeah, four or five strokes. And, you're yeah. exploding, right? I nutted like a big dog. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so after that, that's when... There's a riot over there, and they shipped me off up to Winslow. Oh, damn. I was innocent. So back to the Manuela. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> back to the Manuela. No more that's prison it. guards to bone. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. You boned a prison oh, guard. That's pretty amazing. Shugnack can't even do that right now. He's oh. tried. They, what you call I it? I write his memoir. A lot of people don't realize that. Back, like, in the 90s, <laughs> the certain group were selling a certain race of guards in there. Prostituting them out oh, there, shit. Oh, shit. and you put money in their bank uh, in their oh. bank account. That's when their, their pimp game is super strong. Fuck yeah! No. The guard comes in. He's a Francisco. <laughs> Francisco, tienes una visita? Here <laughs> goes Francisco like a penguin. It's just yeah. a guard, fucking spread eagle. Just <laughs> yeah, what you call it? Yeah, back well, then you, you gotta remember there's a big war going on back then. Which stanky. one? The between the two. <laughs> All oh, the races, mm -hmm. the whites and the mm. and the Mexicans or blacks and white Mexicans uh, against the Mexicans. Oh shit! So interracial, yeah. interracial war in, yeah. in prison. Yeah. What'd you do then? Just I'm gonna go Filipino. No. Fuck all this. Going with all the kung fu. <laughs> hey, that didn't work, man. Part, part of the triads. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Filipinos oh, yeah. were considered rasa anyway. Oh, know, were so, they? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we couldn't go with the whites. Couldn't go oh, for the hell black, no. so we went with the, you know, we were that side. You probably so. didn't have white hair back then, so no white about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, back then I used to use liquid shinola. What is that? The shit Shoe for shine. your shoes? Yeah. On your hair? Hell yeah. You look at all my, what you call it, pictures from back then, man. All they stiff. go, how come your hair is different shades over here? <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
But I'm one, you know. <laughs> well, Shinola, man, I was running out. I had to dilute it. <laughs> but that was it. That was a diabetic. They actually right. sent me the brown shoe polish. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked earlier how you got a special diet. How, what, what was the special diet? A special diet is where, like, if you have ulcers, they give you bland food. You have high cholesterol, they give you different kind of foods. What were you stuff. eating? I was eating, well, I had a special diet, but I was... Oh, what was your special diet? It was like a banana. Platano. Uh, peanut butter and jelly and milk. That's about okay. It. You know, well, yeah. Simple. Bland. No, nothing, you know, nothing that upset your stomach. And what but, the regular motherfuckers get, like monkey balls and... Well, I tell you, one, one of the time they had over there in the walls, they had uh, Fred Flintstone's brontosaurus ribs up there one time. Well, Fred yeah, Flintstone, they used to yeah. all the leftovers that fucking Burger King couldn't no. sell. <laughs> what, had, what had happened was that they had a dairy farm out there in the wall in Florence, right? And so they started. They caught the inmates out there growing weed out there. So what they did, they, they should have brought you the weed instead of the fucking. I'm telling you, the vitamin vitamin Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, they killed all the, they butchered all the dairy, the dairy cows, Ooh. and they made like uh, spare ribs, man. They gave you like a half a spare rib, man. That's good. Like they were like, thought we were like Fred Flintstone with oh. the brown syrup. Oh, I bet man. you felt like kings that oh, day. Shit, after that, yeah. But see, most of the food inside prison is bland. Uh, no, it's Rotten. unfit for yeah, unfit for human consumption. So weed, you know, yeah. chickens. You just gotta get are. used to it, right? Well, you have to get used to it, nothing else. Did you not eat, like, your first three days? No shit. I don't eat that. You eat everything. Like, for you're doing four, four life sentences, you no, better eat this shit. Let's, <laughs> Let's get used to this. Let's get used to this. Let's get used to this. Let's start these trial runs. <laughs> 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 We're yeah. going to test COVID on you? Yeah. Like, that's, that shit's going to come out, like, 20 years later. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, is it, is it, my mom tells a story of a, she went to go send you a care package. Man, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, you want to say no, it? Oh, you had to bring that up. Huh? Well, that, <laughs> his crazy ass mom brings me three feet, three foot long fucking sausages <laughs> in prison. <laughs> now, oh, boy, boy, boy. I caught hell for that. You're walking think, the, <laughs> across your shoulder. <laughs> like we're jump roping the next three months, boys. Like that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, that was messed up what you did. She said oh. that one. She's like, they got she's like, when the deal called, he was mad and she was like, start laughing. She, she didn't think about it or whatever. She's <laughs> like, I figured you could chop it up. But you know, the cool thing about like, they used to have like food visits back then. Food visits? Yeah, food visits. Like How's once that work? a year. They bring you a package of 50 pounds of outside street food oh. for Christmas. They used to have that. 50 pounds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you try to feed the very, whole fucking upstairs? Not, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, full of tamales and everything, you know, Christmas time, this and that. That's but, like 50 tamales. Well, I'm telling you. You could slang those up in there, huh? Get some chocho for them. Just a trade tamale for tamale. <laughs> yeah. Yes, tamale yeah. for tamale. <laughs> 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 Uh, That's an equal trade. That's it. You're, you're an equal trade opportunist. <laughs> oh. I had my, see, my family, they have, what, three restaurants in Tucson? Yeah. Three restaurants in Tucson that are very popular. And they'll bring you all the leftovers. Oh, no, no. What happened there was, like, the, the <laughs> carpentry, the shop teacher, he called me up to the, sh- to the shop. He said, hey, Kemma, they want you over there to the, to the shop. And so I went over there, and he goes... Do it as a little boy. He was a Chinese guy, but he spoke Spanish. He was an older man. 
Tú eres el boy. And I looked at him, and then my guard went up. I said, oh, I looked at him, I go, oh, chino oh, la española, la verga. He goes, uh, he goes, tú eres el boy? I go, yeah. I said, but only my family called me that. And he goes, calm down. He goes, We call my yeah. nephew girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what you call it? We were talking, and he goes, that he was the neighbor and the compadre of my tias and my tios went to hold the restaurants and so what had happened was he caught she, she, he called on the, on the phone and we were talking mijo está bien and that was her favorite you know and she's like hey mijo está bien and this and that no need to nada I said no, I mean well, as good as fucking yeah. four life sentences what, could give you and what you got she used to send me with him I'll, you know, food from the restaurant where everybody's eating shit. I was always eating outside food, this and that. Fucking my, chips with salsa. While you that, wait, while you wait for for the prisoner to eat up your tamales. <laughs> your tamales. <laughs> <laughs> while he waits for his banana, he's eating a burrito. <laughs> Green chili burrito, yeah. And then so, like, there's some people inside there that didn't get boxes or family didn't want to have nothing to do with them. Were you nice to them? Be like, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd tell my tia, you know, send food. For these guys, you know. And yeah, she 50 sent pounds in. is a lot. Oh, yeah. And That's she a, sent five guys. Five, you know, five. Damn, she invented five guys burgers. Huh? Five guys burgers. <laughs> five guys tamales. <laughs> five guys tamales. That's it. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know that. No, that's dope. Did you ever trade in there for food? Like, oh, give yeah, me a couple cigarettes. I didn't smoke, man. I, I just, what you call it? Uh, Damn, you didn't smoke? Like, I'd be smoking hella cigarettes in there. Yeah. Just thinking about weed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, the thing, I mean, like us, we're more or less the Los Traviesos of the yards. Me and, okay, Mesa, I'm going to throw your name out there. And me and him, we used to go, like, like shelves. Exactly. You know, they only, each room comes with one shelf. But what we do, we'd go in there and lift that shelf up and put another shelf because the two man, um, Two man shell, cell, right? So, so I had a TV on this for, side for two <laughs> more maids. Two more best maids. But we put another one, extra one inside there, and charge him twenty bucks. Oh, see, oh yeah. You. <laughs> and then when like clothes, yeah, you know, you're doing carpentry in there and shit. Oh, yeah. we did everything inside there. Um, we, I mean, whatever you can make, whatever you can sell, was sold or traded inside there. You know, depending. Hey, where get you a homie. I get you HBO and everything. No, we had right that. Now. Get we had, we had free cable, cable back then. What? Yeah, we had free cable back every, then. Every, HBO, every room. What? Yeah, everybody had uh, free cable. Oh, that's the perfect life. Just watch fucking. No, it's not a perfect life. <laughs> <laughs> not one bit. No, it's not. <laughs> Tamales and cable? Tamales and cable? <laughs> Everyone's all like, mm, this is better than Goodfellas. And, 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 and two shells? And the Chirolin down, three shells down, <laughs> the salamis. Which was we're bragging about fucking groceries. You're getting fucking T-bone steaks and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fucking three well, you could get whatever you wanted. If you want to bring steaks in, you know, bring steaks in. But you had to take the bone out because they make shake oh, out yeah. of it. Yeah. You know. Shave it up real quick. And <laughs> well, not where I was at. Those, those, those bad boys had, they had tea, real steel. Instead of a T-bone, it was a T-air steak. Yeah. <laughs> the T was full of air. That's it. Nah, that's crazy, bro. I don't know how I would fucking do it. Yeah, I'd probably Epstein myself, bro. Just get your hustle. Jerk off while I'm choking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Robin Williams. I'll do like a Robin Epstein combo. <laughs> Gotta make sure I jerk off before I go, but... Bust that nut and then just fucking just kick that, the fuck. That way, <laughs> just, that, just kick the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, there's nut, officer. We got to study this nut. I'm like, yeah, it belongs to the guy who killed himself. <laughs> he went home happy. <laughs> he, he raped himself. Nah, th- hey, man, thank you for sharing your story. You remind me of, uh, of these guys' grandpa, dude. <laughs> Mini version of the <laughs> He reminds me of my Teo Nacho for sure. <laughs> Shout out to that. Mini version of the <laughs> yeah. yeah, they look alike for version. real. Wow. Oh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Roach Clip Podcast. We're out of this motherfucker. <laughs>